0: For 30-plus years, I've seen every type of child grow up. Instead of giving me what I wanted, she gave me what I needed, which was truth. Don't let emotions win. Let truth win. Do your very best, and you should have a lot of fun while you do it. And the better you get at something, the more fun you're going to have at something. You moms and dads are wired with everything you need to be a parent to a great kid. Welcome to Parenting Great Kids. I'm your host, Dr. Meg Meeker, and today we have a very special podcast, and today I'd like to talk to you all about fathers. So whether you're a dad listening or a mother listening or a daughter or a son listening, this is a podcast for you because I'm hoping that you're going to see a very different perspective on who fathers are even if you're not a father, I want you to pay attention, because we're living in a time where men are absolutely pummeled. And this is part of the reasons why fathers are having so much difficulty feeling good about their families, feeling good about themselves and their roles. But I want all men to listen, and here's why. Because you are, are a father to someone maybe not a biologic father maybe not a foster father or an adoptive father but you can be a role model and mentor to some girl or boy out there and i will tell you i am convinced If every father took one child under his wing, our country would change. Can you imagine what our inner cities would look like if we had one man on every block on South Side Chicago? What would happen to the drug problems? What would happen to the gangs? Men have a power like no other. Fathers have an enormous power in the lives of their kids. And that's what I really wanna talk to you about today. I'm going to talk about three realities of fathers. And you know, it's interesting because some of you may be thinking, well, who are you to talk about dads? One time when I was giving a lecture, a man stood up and said, "What makes you think that you are an expert on men or fathers?" And I said, "Sir, I'm not." I said, "I'm not a man, I'm not a father, and I'm really not an expert on fathers. But here's what I do know. I do know kids." And I know what kids want from their fathers and need from their fathers and how they see their fathers. So my role as a pediatrician is to help you dads take a look at yourself through your kids' eyes, whether you have a son or a daughter, because I believe if you could just see who you are to them from their perspective for 30 seconds or a minute, your life would never be the same. I wrote a book called Hero, Being the Strong Father Your Children Need. And you can't believe how many dads didn't like the title. They came to me and said, I'm not, I'm not a hero. You know, I don't play NBA basketball. I don't play in the NFL. I haven't made a lot of money. I don't even have a great relationship with my kid. I said, that's not the point. That's not what the title hero means. In your kid's eyes, you're a hero. And dad's like, well, I I don't, I still don't know. Or they react very strongly. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I can't be my kid's hero. Well, then I would ask dads, why are you reacting so strongly? Chances are you're acting very strongly because you wanted that in your dad and you didn't have it. So you're very angry at the whole idea of fatherhood. But your kid isn't. So you need to look at yourself. From the perspective of your kid, no matter where you are or what your relationship is like, whether you've never met your kid, whether you're in jail, whether you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company and you never see your kid, you need to know this. You are your child's hero because your child wants you to be. Your child is connected to you by oh dad. Through a silver cord that will always be there. That's why we have kids who are uh, grow up and they had sperm donor dads who are trying to go back and find who that donor was because there's something about your genetics and your kids' genetics that connect you together. Now, this doesn't mean that uh, adoptive dads can't be fabulous substitutes. Of course they can. And can they be the real dad? Of course they can. But there's something about the genetics in a bio dad that makes kids want to connect with you. Now, I know that flies in the face of everything we're saying in our culture today about dads. We don't need dads. Dads aren't necessary. Women say, you know, I need a a man like a fish needs a bicycle. And the message that you get from many women in our culture and many uh, moms is that you're really not necessary. And then we complain because if you're in the home, you're not helping but we communicate to you, you're not the center of the home, just orbit, okay? The kids and I have this, I'm gonna run everything, I'm gonna help uh, with the kids' relationships because I understand kids better. So you just sort of stay around and provide stuff when you can. And yet when we complain and you enter in and you help out and you do things with our kids or with anything around the home, we criticize you. I do this, I'm not here beating up on moms. I've done this. My husband and I raised three daughters and a son. When it came to raising our daughters, I was convinced that I knew the best way to talk to the girls, to uh, lead the girls, to show the girls the best way to do this and this and this. But that wasn't right. And so what I did is push my husband away until he said, stop it. The messages that you dads are getting is this. You're really not that important in the family, whether you're married or whether you're not. And this is a travesty because from where I sit, you are the most important man in your son or daughter's life. So let's talk about that. I really strongly believe that you, dad, are the most important man in your son or daughter's life. Why? Think about this. When your child is born, there's a connection he or she wants as an infant to you. You're not mom. And a child instinctively knows that. A baby knows the difference between the way you feel and the way you smell and the tone of your voice. And he or she knows you're very different from mom and that you're there to give different things from mom. The moms don't like to hear this, but this is true. And my job as a pediatrician is to speak up for kids on behalf of kids to let parents know what their kids want and what their kids need. I have seen infants in my office, two, three, four months of age with mom and dad both there. And mom's jostling the child and jostling the child, trying to get him to calm down. And she's trying to talk to me and dad's sitting there and she hands the baby to dad so she can talk to me. And all of a sudden the baby's quiet. Why? The baby knows that you are different. The baby may feel more secure in your arms. Why? Because even a child knows you're the strongest guy in the whole wide world. And that's what every kid wants their dad to be. I'm sure you wanted that from your dad. Your dad was the smartest, strongest guy in the whole wide world. You are the person who's going to keep your child safe. Doesn't mean moms can't keep their kids safe. This is through a child's eyes. So you are the most important man in your son or daughter's life because you're the introduction to maleness. And a child knows you're very different from mom. You are not mom. You bring very different things to your child than mom does. And that's a good thing. That's why kids need two parents to raise them. They need the complementing, if you will. C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-T, not compliment, complement. They need the 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 fitting together of the mom and the dad in order to give the kids a solid ground to stand on. You're the one who shows your sons what a man should be like. You show your sons how a man should talk, how a man should treat women, how a man should um, approach his job, how a man can live with integrity, how a man handles sexual temptation when your son gets older. You show him that. You don't ignore him. You're the one who shows him uh, what living a life of honor, how to live courageously, how to be tough, how to be pragmatic. You're the one who shows them all those things. Now, again, if your are a mom listening to that, you're getting really irritated, stop it. This is not a slight against you because you bring many of those things But because you had a mom and you had a dad, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anybody who lived with a mom and a dad in their lives knows that moms approach life very differently than dads do. That dads teach lessons and dads show a path to their kids that moms don't. Doesn't mean it's more important or less important. It's just very different. You are the ones, Dad, who set the stage for your kids about what men are all about. Because you're the first man in, man in their lives, I hope. And you are the one who shows them how to live as men or how they should be treated by men if they're a daughter. Second, your child's introduction to male love. Now, if you were abused as a kid, son or a a daughter, you're not gonna like this. I, I totally understand. But if you did have a dad that you were close to when you were growing up, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your dad showed you what it feels like to be loved by a man. So you dads, that's your job is that you're in a position to show your child what dad love is all about. Again, because you're male, you show and express love differently than moms show and express love. Now, you might say, well, I wasn't there for my kid, or I've never met my kid, or my wife doesn't really like me and she excludes me. That doesn't mean that your child doesn't want you that doesn't mean that your child doesn't need your love if you are hurting now and you're 25 35 or 50 years old because you never received dad's love and approval you know exactly what i'm talking about and there are many dads in our in our society who feel like they've been thrown away why because they were never loved by their dads. Now, when there are times and you say, oh, this doesn't matter, it really doesn't matter, Um, stop it because you know better. You know better. You know why you hurt fathers. You hurt because there's a hole in your heart that your dad was supposed to fill. Your dad, as your introduction to male love, again, is supposed to show you what it feels like to be loved by a man. A child, daughter, or son, have things they need to be shown by their dad. There are places they need to be loved by their dad that their mom cannot do. Again, mom's love is very important, but it's not the same as dad's love. Now, What a child wants from their father who's loving them is a child wants and needs a sense that I am here as your father to love you, and here's how I show you that I love you, okay? I protect you, I talk to you, I show affection to you, I give you uh, attention Unlike anybody else, I give you healthy attention. If you're a son, I show you how to love others well. That means I show you how to love other men and friends well. I show you how to love women well. I show you how to love strangers well. I show you what it's like for a man to love. You set the template in your child's heart, if you will, for how a child is expected to be loved by a man, but also, if you're a son, how to learn to love like a man does. You see, men interrelate and attach to other people, particularly their kids, very differently from moms. And here's what I mean. Men bond with kids by playing, by doing things, by leading, by introducing them to things, and by sharing common interests. That's why mothers get so mad and they say to dads, you know, all you do is play with our kids. Of course. Why? Because that's how fathers bond with their kids and kids know that. Mothers, on the other hand, bond to children and other people by talking. We talk things through with our kids. We dig into their hearts. We wanna know what they're thinking. We wanna know what they're feeling. We want to uh, teach them how to express what they're feeling, how to express what their ideas are. We wanna teach them how to use words. It doesn't mean that you fathers don't do that too, but that's our primary way of bonding with our children is through talk. I did this all the time with my kids. And my daughters were very tolerant of it because they uh, communicate very much like I do and they bond through that. But I will never forget the time. My son, he was about 17 years old and I was so afraid that things were gonna happen to him or somebody'd say the wrong things or gonna, somebody was gonna bully him that I always wanted to know, well, you know, what are you feeling and what are you thinking and is, is there anything wrong? And he finally looked at me And he said to me, mom, stop talking so much. You're driving me crazy. And then he said something that changed my whole relationship with him. He said, mom, quit talking to me like there's something wrong with me. Now, I never realized I did that. I didn't believe anything was wrong with him. I really didn't. I didn't feel that. I didn't think I was communicating. But as a mother who is always digging for problems he might be experiencing so that I could help fix those problems by talking him through those issues, that's the way I thought I was bonding with him. If I can get him to talk about his feelings, then we'll be close. But... What I didn't realize is that's not the way he feels close to me. From that day on, I changed the way I talked to my son. I realized I was talking to him as a boy who needs needed something from his mother. I stopped it. I never called him boy again. I addressed him as man. I addressed him as a capable man. I addressed him as though he was a man who wasn't broken, who had every ability to figure out life And I treated him like a strong man and a smart man. It turned our relationship on its head because I forced myself to look at him differently and to look at myself the way he saw me. You see, so we moms bond with our kids very differently. And that's why we wives or ex-spouses or mothers of our children need to understand that our husbands or fathers of our kids relate very differently to our kids. And we need to allow that to happen because our kids want it. Parents, I hope you're enjoying this time together. I need to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. You're the most important man in your child's life. You are your child's introduction to male love. And third, your child wants to connect with you. Now, men, if you have a child over the age of eight, you are gonna hear me say that and say, you've never met my kid. You don't know what's going on in my house. You don't know what's like living with a 14 or 15 year old girl who has been, huggy and lovey and affectionate and all of a sudden she comes down in the morning to get ready to go to school and she sees me and I go to give her a hug and she's like hugging a telephone pole with spikes all over it. You don't know what that feels like. No, I don't know what it feels like but I sure know what it means because I'm a woman and I understand exactly what girls go through. So I wanna say this again to you, fathers. Every child, whether your son or daughter is 10 or 20 or 40 or 50 or even 60 and you're 85, your child wants a better connection with you. Now think of yourself as a son for a minute, okay? If you've had a broken relationship with your father, and you're very angry and you're very hurt, and you don't even like to think about your father. If your father came to you and said, Son, I am so sorry. I wrecked your life. Will you please forgive me? Probably the first time you'd say, No, I won't. I hate you. But over time, if you re- realized he was sincere, would you be willing to connect with him? Chances are you would. Why? Because you. Need your father's love. You need his approval. You don't just want it, you need it because that will change who you are as a man. So now let's back up and think of you as your child's father. I don't care what you do, you may be a fabulous father. Good for you. It is so wonderful. You don't understand the gift that you're giving your children, you don't understand how you are setting them up for success physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, your kid is going to fly. If you are a father who's sitting there saying, I completely messed up, I want to tell you, and if it's the only thing you ever remember from this podcast, remember this, it is never ever too late to reconnect with your kids because every son and every daughter takes one man to the grave. That's you. Every son and every daughter takes one man to the grave. If you're a daughter listening to this, you know exactly what I mean. If you're a man listening to this, you know what I mean, but maybe you don't want to acknowledge what I mean because you're so mad and you're so hurt. So your child has a need to connect. Your child wants a better relationship, okay? So your job, if you have a bad relationship with your kids, or you think you have a bad relationship, or you believe your kids have rejected you, you see that your kids think you're an idiot and you don't know anything, hold on kids go through periods of development where they push their fathers away. Why? Because they're insecure. Let's talk about daughters for a minute. Why does your daughter think you're wonderful until she's eight or 10 or 12? Because she's perfectly comfortable seeing you as daddy. You're the big one, you're the strong one, you're the hero, you're everything you believe you're not. Okay, that's in her eyes. Now she goes starting through puberty. Her body's changing. She feels ugly. She feels too tall, too short, too thin, too pimply, too ugly, um, whatever, too geeky, whatever. She feels bad about herself. How does she express that? She withdraws from you. The reason she doesn't want you to hug her is because she feels ugly. So when your kids reject you, fathers, it's usually not about you. Assume it's not about you until proven otherwise. The problem is you get your feelings hurt. The problem is you see the world very differently than moms do. You see your kid reject you and you say, oh, my kid doesn't like me anymore. My kid doesn't need me anymore. So I'm gonna back out. And if and when they need me again, okay, I'm ready to plug back in. Do not ever feel that way. Kids who grow up in a divorced home really feel that way. And the, the venom that they spew at you is, isn't really about you. They spit venom because they feel they are not loved and they are not wanted. And they feel you don't like them anymore. But then you're in a vicious cycle. They spew venom, they call you names, and then you feel rejected and you move farther and farther apart. That's why five years after divorce... The majority of kids feel very disconnected with their dads. Don't you ever let that happen to you and your kids. If you already had, step up to the plate and reconnect with your kid. It's one of the most important gifts you give your kid. Your child wants to connect with you. So how do you do that, okay? This means, first of all, you learn you never take your kid's behavior personally. You're the grown up, they're the kid. Okay. If your feelings are hurt, deal with it. Deal with it. You're the man, you can deal with it. Okay. And recognize it's probably not about you. If you've made some serious mistakes in your kids' life, deal with it. Okay. If you have never met your kids, if you have never connected with your kids, if you're an um and uh you see your kids a lot at home and you just feel like you don't have connection with your kids and you're not close to them, deal with it. If you're a father who is in prison and you feel you're, you've blown it terribly with your kids and they don't want you, deal with it. Because listen to me, every child wants a deeper connection with his or her father. You know what I'm saying is true, Because you're a son and you want even today to reconcile. You want more with your dad. You want more time if you had a great relationship. If you had a bad relationship or never even knew your dad, you want more healing. But as a kid, now you're thinking yourself as a kid now, you look at your dad and say, it's up to you dad to start the healing. Because even though I'm an adult, you're still dad. Your dad will always be bigger. You see, you will part of you will always see your dad as the authority and you as the kid. So now as a dad yourself, you need to say, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to figure out how to do this. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to say, why is there a fracture in my relationship? Is my kid going through a weird stage? Is my kid into drugs? If my kid's into drugs, why? Why? You need to dig deeper, okay? Um, If your kids run away from home, if you never met your kids and you reach out to them and they refuse to answer you back or they refuse your telephone calls, your emails, why? You have to be man enough to dig and ask why. And let me tell you something, man, every single man listening to my voice knows you can do that, okay? You know you can do it. You have grit. In my book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, I wrote a whole chapter on pragmatism and grit. You think you can't do it. Oh, yes, you can. I've seen it happen over and over. This is one of the strongest, most challenging things you'll ever do as a man, but I know You are wired as a father to do everything you need to do that's important with your kids right now. I don't care where you are. Like I said, I don't care if you are Bill Gates or I don't care if you are in prison. I don't care if you run a construction company. I don't care if you're unemployed. It doesn't matter because in your kids' eyes, they don't care about that stuff. When I ask kids to talk to me about their dad, they never say how much money you make or how big your house, their house is. They tell me what you're like. Now, you may not wanna know that, but that's why I know so much about dads is because kids talk, okay? So you need to dig. You need to find out why they don't want to connect with you. Is it about you or is it about them? And then you need to figure out a plan on how you're going to connect with your kid. This is where you really need to apply your grit. You need to prove to your kid that you really want a better relationship. Your kid's going to test you because they feel failed. They may test you for months or a year or two to see if you really mean it, okay? deal with it. You pursue, you pursue, you pursue. You apologize to your kid. Um, You don't come down on your kid. You never say to your kid, yeah, but you were so mean to me and you're not going to talk to me that way. And I can't, you don't go there. You don't go there. Okay. Your job is to establish a positive connection with your kid. And then if your kid won't, um, uh, answer your phone calls return your emails you write a letter and um if mom is not allowing the child to see the letter if you're um if you're divorced then you figure out a way to get a letter to your child you talk about you and your child you do not talk about the child's mother you talk about positive things in your relationship with your child you pursue you pursue you pursue without blaming your child, without telling your child what he did wrong, without criticizing your child's personality or things they did in the past. You talk about moving forward in a positive direction. Dad's one of the most important, biggest gifts, life-changing gifts that you ever give another person while you're alive is a better you as father. When you understand how deeply your kids want and love and need you, and you really wrap your minds around that, and you stop looking at yourself through your eyes and all your failures, stop it. Look at yourself through the eyes of your kids and what they want from you. And if you really don't know how to do this, look at yourself and look at what you wanted from your dad when you were a kid. That's exactly what your kid needs. You are in a position now to turn around and give that to your kid. As I said, I don't care whether your kid is 5 or 15 or 45. You have the power to change the character and trajectory of your child's life today. I don't care what mistakes you've made. I don't care what you've done. Okay. Today is a fresh day. Today you restart, you recalibrate and you correct what has gone wrong and you move forward. And if you're a dad who has a fabulous relationship with your kids, keep going. You're tired you want to give up, you think you're unappreciated, you feel like what you do doesn't matter. Stop. That's because your kid isn't old enough to communicate to you how he really feels or how she really feels about you. Men, remember this. Every son or every daughter takes one man to their grave, and that's you. My dad passed away 10 years ago and he's still with me. And he will be with me until somebody puts me in the ground because that's how huge dads are. Gentlemen, happy Father's Day. If you are not a biologic dad, happy Father's Day. If you're an adoptive or foster dad, if you're an uncle or grandfather acting as dad, happy Father's Day. If you are a man who isn't married or a man who doesn't have kids, happy Father's Day. You need to bring the best of your male self to a child out there to change their lives. God bless you, my friends. Thank you so much for listening today and have a wonderful Father's Day. And always remember that great kids are raised, not born